God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I am dedicating today's podcast to Michael and Tamara. They're getting married. Woohoo! And we're going to the islands. This is going to be so exciting and fun. And I tell you, Michael Jr.'s parents uh, have been married 29 years. So this guy comes from good stock. God bless them over the next few months as they plan a flawless wedding. God bless them. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Let us pray. Dear Lord, as I open up my Bible at the start of each day, I lift my eyes to heaven and I most sincerely pray, Lord, Open up my heart and mind to hear these words today. I want to understand you, Lord. Please hear these words I say. These stories that were written so many years ago hold the way to my salvation. Your word has told me so. I thank you for my life, Lord, the blessings of your son, for my family, friends, and neighbors. I love them, everyone. And when I close my eyes, Lord, at the ending of each day, I will praise my Father up in heaven for the gifts he sent my way, for the universe he created, and the lives of those I love. There is nothing greater in my life than my love for God above. And you can be sure of that. Amen. Listeners, I have a confession. I sat with it all night long and I got to get it off my chest this morning. Oh boy, you know that I'm holy. (laughs) You know that I'm good. You know that I'm trying my very best. But I have to confess this to the Lord. Oh boy, guys, I think I was tested yesterday and I failed. So what happened was I was going to get a coffee. And uh, now mind you, you know, God's been blessing me, blessing me, blessing me. So, you know, I'm not missing a beat with my steps. I'm very happy. Anyway, I came outside and there was a man and he said, Can you give me money for a room? And I said, what? (laughs) I was in shock. It it just took me off guard. Now, the thing that was interesting is he was homeless, but he didn't look forlorn. And you know, there's almost kind of nothing worse. And I don't want to judge anybody, but if you see someone that looks like they're able-bodied, And then you know how hard you're working every day. But at any rate, he had a few dollars in his hand. I said, well, how much do you have? And he said, I have $4. And so honest to God, listeners, I did not have any cash on me. 
But I just, I, I had this heart, I just was put off, you know. I was like, wow, that's bold and brazen. He said, can you give me money for a room? And he said, it's going to rain tonight, you know. Now, it never rains in California. And just so you'll know, it did not rain last night. It did not. But I um, I just felt convicted. So I looked at him and I was like, oh, my God. And I'm always, if I'm in my car, I'm always rushing somewhere pretty much. But um, I was like, I should go to the bank and, you know, give him some money for this room and or towards the room you know I everything and uh I asked him how much is the room and he said fifty dollars there's a place you know and it was way far in a very very bad section of town but anyway it just felt hokey so I drove away and I did not go to the bank you know and that means I did not help him and I have to tell you, I, I was convicted immediately. Like my heart uh, just caved in because I really felt that I had let God down. I did. I said, oh, wow. I said, I'm supposed to help my neighbor. You don't look at who you're giving it to. You know that you're giving it because God would want you to give it. And um, he was right in my path. And I have been blessed. Oh, I didn't know. It's horrible. So this is my confession, Lord. Take it off my heart. Take it off my chest. I promise, promise, pinky swear to do better next time. So um, I try to lead by example. So don't follow me on that one unless you follow the thought pattern of help anyone and everyone every time you can because you can help them because God helped you okay stay right there I'll be right back we're going to go through our daily prayers I can't wait here's a poem I am the clay the more I try to give away, the more God fills me every day. As I empty my loving cup, he's always there to fill it up. He who turned water into wine has filled my life with love divine. All that I am or hope to be reflects the love he's given me. He is the potter, I am the clay shaped and molded day by day to be a vessel of his love filled here on earth by God above. Amen. The dark clouds last a while, so be patient and gently smile. Change can come so swiftly now, no need for sad or furrowed brow. Life may not be what you planned, Frustration's hard to understand, but providence reigns up above, so smile and offer up your love. The one who knows when crosses come, the best prayer is, thy will be done. Amen. Prayers from the wilderness. Gaze up to heaven. 
and pray with me. Father, I give you praise today for showing me glimpses of restoration and allowing your light to lift me. In my storm of affliction, it was difficult to see you were working for my good, but now blessings are removing the burdens. Joy is replacing sorrow. Faith is overshadowing doubt and the abundant power of grace is in position to pour out your favor. In my wilderness, Lord, you always assured me my ladder will be greater than my past. Oh my gosh. You constantly reminded me you do have a plan for my life that includes prosperity and good. You continuously repeated to me, I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Now, as you move me into the joy of restoration, you are showing me the wilderness experience was essential for my growth and your purpose. Father, I thank you for the storms which kept me connected to you. Your perfect will protected me. Ministering angels surrounded me. Prayers strengthened me and your word encouraged me. I realize that restoration does not end the constant battle with the adversary. In fact, he merely devises more tactics with different strategies. However, I praise and worship you as a God who is sovereign, a God who constantly reminds me that you cannot lie, a God who speaks and does what he promises, a God who can do anything but fail, and most of all, a God who is a loving Father. Lord, as restoration opens a new door and chapter in my life and your word and promise direct me, I pray for grace to fulfill your purpose. I need your mercy to cover me when I falter. So please bless me with faith to believe and trust you, especially when I feel inadequate for an assigned task. Provide me with compassion to touch hearts as your chosen vessel, wisdom to listen for your voice, and understanding to comprehend and share your word. I desire to live according to your will, so Father, lead me and help me to follow as you show me the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Avis Marcus can pray her butt off. I've called her, I've begged her, when is your next book? When, when? It just speaks to my heart, just opens me up like a grapefruit. The serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as a pathway to peace, 
taking as Jesus did the sinful world as it is and not as I would have it, trusting that you will make all things right if I surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy forever with you in the next. Amen. Listeners, life can hit us with the most unexpected and undesirable circumstances. And when that happens, here are three truths that you need to remember. Number one, scripture tells us God is love. And this means his very nature is characterized by compassion and concern. Love originated with God and he is the greatest example of how to express it. Together with the reality that God is holy, this means our Father is perfect in his love and he'll never make a mistake in the way he cares for us. Never. Number two, God loves us because he calls us his children. To those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Sadly, for someone who's had a difficult upbringing, this may not be encouraging news, but God is the perfect parent and he does love us perfectly. Number three, God gave the supreme demonstration of his love at the cross. The Son of God came to earth as an expression of his Father's infinite love and sacrificially did for us what no one else could do. And after considering these three facts of love, listeners, how could we not expect him to take care of even the smallest details of our life? Jesus' own words on the subject are John chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, that a person will lay down his life for his friends. Amen. Beautiful. Hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy ladder. Amen. God's way, day by day. In fact, we'll do it as soon as we come back. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And God's way, day by day. Proverbs 27, 6. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. No two people are ever going to agree fully on everything. There must be room in a friendship for discussion and debate. There must be a feeling that the friendship is stronger than any disagreement that may arise. Genuine friends confront each other. However, in an attitude of love, they help each other to grow in Christ Jesus 
and to reach their maximum potential. No person is strong all the time. No person is correct all the time. No person is perfect all the time. And no person says just the right things all the time. Amen. God's promise for your life. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. That's Psalm 37 verse 3. Listeners, if you wish to be a man or woman of God, who desires to live a godly life that will leave its mark upon the world, then you must stand in the shadow of your Savior. Trust Him to work through the trials that you encounter, through the extreme circumstances that you cannot handle on your own. He is still the God of impossible situations. And he does what no earthly individual can do. Amen. It's still morning. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. I cannot make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. You know the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. Thank you, Jesus. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. (laughs) Amen. And now commanding your morning, a daily devotional. And then coming up, of course, is God's purpose for your life. We're getting it all in. Power versus authority. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 says, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. One of the things that we need to realize is that authority and power are two different things. Though we often use them interchangeably, 
the power is in the government or kingdom that backs the individual. But authority is invested in the individual as a representative of the government or kingdom. So when kingdoms clash, the military with the superior training and equipment, the one with the most sophisticated arsenal and weaponry, will be the one to emerge as the ruling power. Our kingdom, which is the kingdom of heaven, has not only the power, but also the authority to rule. Pray with me. I decree and declare that I have authority to rule as your ambassador on earth. By that authority, I command everything the enemy has swallowed up to be released. Every miracle, every blessing, every opportunity must be released in the name of Jesus. By you, God, I run through troops. By you, I leap over walls into new realms of power and authority. I live in the realm of unlimited possibilities. I will not cower. Instead, I establish my superior authority by the blood of Jesus. In your name I pray. Oh, yes, I do. In your name I pray. Amen. God is so good. So good. So good. So good. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything for we know you will never leave us nor forsake us and that we are covered in the blood of Jesus. We are especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. And finally, Lord, let all of us come together by loving one another, by giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen and amen. Love it, love it. And to conclude the podcast today, and yes, I'm sorry to leave too, (laughs) but God's purpose for your life says, destroy strongholds. 
2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5 says, We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God. Listeners, when the enemy has a stronghold in your life, he's established a pattern of thinking or behavior from which he can assault your inner being. Therefore, it's crucial for you to tear down the enemy's strongholds so that you can enjoy the freedom. Christ has purchased for you freedom. Understand that you cannot fight the enemy by ordinary means. You must restrict the enemy's work and influence by bringing every thought captive to Christ. Second, rid yourself of any objects that belong to the devil. If you have any astrological or occult paraphernalia, get rid of it at once. And then read Deuteronomy 18, verse 10 through 14. Read Galatians chapter 5, verse 16 through 25. So either get rid of it and then read the scripture or read the scripture so that you will have the strength to get rid of it, the occult and anything from the devil. And then you want to ask Christ to lead you to scripture that will arm you for the battle and replace the error in your thinking with his truth. You're not the one crushing the enemy's influence in your life. Rather, you triumph through the same name of Jesus. Because the devil cannot stand to be in the presence of the Son of God. Therefore, your liberation lies in humble faith in Christ. Remember, Jesus came to set you free. So claim that freedom, listeners. Claim it today and submit to his battle plan. Pray out loud, Jesus. Thank you for shattering every stronghold by the power of your blood. I claim your freedom today. Amen. What a beautiful word. I hope this helps somebody today. Just listen to the podcast over and over and over again. And let all the words just sink into your soul and change your life accordingly. Let's get these blessings started, doggone it. Let's get them started. And then come back tomorrow and we'll do it all again. God bless. Bye for now. Please visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Keep us on the air. Thank you.